Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I am Maria Moore, and inside the show today, we are talking to burnout coach, burnout strategist, psychologist, therapist, all of the great things. Dr. RJ. Ooh, she is going to be breaking it down. So if you are team doing the most, she has some great ways for you to reduce the overwhelm, reclaim your time, and stay aligned with your purpose. But before we jump into that conversation, let's start things off with a mind, body, and business check-in. Are you new to the podcast? If so, welcome. Hey, new bestie. Um, My name is Maria Moore. I have been doing radio for 20-something years, been a personal trainer uh, and fitness enthusiast for about 10-plus years. Zumba fitness instructor, that's pretty much where I started my journey. I'm a certified personal trainer, fitness nutrition coach, and a behavioral change specialist. And I combine all of those areas of expertise in my personal experience, uh, losing weight, being a mom, having a busy schedule, understanding the importance of being well physically, mentally, emotionally, and I stuff it all into this podcast. And so one of the things that we do to kick things off is we do a mind, body, and business check-in, and it's really important to to make sure that you're staying on track with your goals, that you aren't letting things that are bothering you linger for too long, and that you are challenging yourself to grow in the direction of your goal, of your dreams. So what are you doing for your mind, body, and business? What is one thing that you can focus on in each area to improve your life? So here's what I'm doing, and maybe these can be some thought starters for you. For my mind, I am clearing the physical clutter. I spent 12 hours collectively over this past weekend really purging and cleaning out my closet. And I had so many clothes that I bought that I intended to wear um, that these COVID thighs ain't going to get into. And I had to physically go through each piece of clothing, some still with tags on them, and say, I don't want this. It was such a healing process and it was very physically tolling as well. I think I had four big bags of donations, but I know where everything is and it's just so neat and it's just done so much for my mind. So if you are struggling with the clutter of your physical environment, I challenge you to clean up that area that you spend the most time uh, in. It could be your closet. I don't spend a lot of time in my closet, but, you know, I go in it every day. It could be your car. It could be your desk at work. It could be your bedroom. Clear the clutter and get organized, and I'm certain it is going to do a lot for your mind and your focus in other areas. Uh, But if there's something else that you want to focus on for your mind, that's totally fine as well, but that's what I'm doing. For my body, I'm prepping myself, y'all. So I told you in previous episodes that I have been doing this SSS meal plan where it's like a smoothie, a solid meal and a smoothie. And that has been going really well for me, but I'm getting ready to dabble in veganism. And in the past, I've tried to go meat free and do the vegan thing. And I jumped into it cold turkey. Like one day I'm eating shrimp and 
grilled cheese sandwiches. And the next day I decide, oh, well, I'm going to do vegan. And that didn't work out for me. So I realized I need a prep week and I really want to reset my system and lose some weight from, you know, having some indulging meals during recent travels and give my body a reset. And I want to share with you an amazing body cleanse that can help you reset. I'm all about talking the talk and walking the walk. So I'm going to be doing this cleanse myself and using the next seven days to prep to make sure I have everything in order so that I can be successful. Now, if you want to lose some real weight and keep it off this time, listen to me. There is a plan that will help you look better and feel better than you can remember. It is a D-Herbs full body cleanse. I told you I've been doing radio for many years, more than 20 years, and I had the opportunity to interview AD Dolphin, who is the man behind the D-Herbs full body cleanse. And he's a real deal. You know, he taught me about snacking on an avocado with Himalayan salt on it and the importance of resetting and cleansing your system and what specific nutrients do for different organs in your body. Now, the D-Herbs full body cleanse isn't some crazy drink or fad diet and you won't have to starve yourself. Huge plus for me, all right? The cleanse consists of seven all-natural, safe, and effective formulas, each designed to cleanse a particular particular part of your body, your cardiovascular system, your lungs, your respiratory system, your liver, kidney, colon, digestive system, and so much more because the body, all of the parts of the body work together so that you can be well from head to toe, inside and out. Because when your body is operating at peak efficiency, it can help you stay physically and mentally fit. It can help increase your metabolism and it can help you experience better digestion. Also, you can shed extra weight, feel more energetic, reduce junk food cravings. Oh, this is a big one. And have vibrant, glowing skin. So quit struggling with yo-yo and impossible diets. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse has been helping people lose weight for over 15 years. And I think you should be next. The results you'll experience after your first cleanse will be nothing less than transformative. And that's why D-Herbs has thousands of five-star reviews online. Receipts, okay? Get on the road to a cleaner, leaner you and for a limited time you can get a nice discount on the full body cleanse visit dherbs.com d-h-e-r-b-s.com and use promo code maria that's me because i love hooking y'all up m-a-r-i-a at checkout to save now that's dherbs.com and promo code maria and you know i'll be checking in with you in future episodes to let you know how it's going with me so that's what i'm doing for my body and for my business reading 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 really focus on books that are going to help me be a better entrepreneur. So I pulled one out the archives, one I read many years ago, but I decided to revisit. It's No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline by Brian Tracy. And I'm sure that's going to help me with this full body cleanse, staying focused on the good food and not being distracted by the junk junk (laughs) and just really staying on top of my goals in multiple areas of my life. What are you doing for your mind, body and business? Check in with yourself weekly. So that you can continue to move towards your goal. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, on to this week's episode. Dr. RJ is with me, and I am so excited to have her as a guest today to talk about burnout. And looking at your profile picture, sis, you look like you are getting all the rest, hydration, good sleep, and self-love. So I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. You know, I was looking through your bio and I'm like, I got to have this woman on here about two, three, four times. Right now we have Dr. Rashana Johnson Verwain. Am I saying your last name correctly? You got it. It's perfect. Awesome. She is an Atlanta psychologist and the founder of Standard of Care Psychological Services in Atlanta, Georgia. She attended North Carolina A&T State University. Shout out to the HBCU grads, and she earned her bachelor's in psychology in 1999, graduating with the highest honors, and you have a background in so many areas of psychology, and you're known as the uh, burnout coach. Yes, Mm -hmm. so psychology is my life, Um, and and like you said, I've, I've done a whole lot in the field. I've done forensic investigation, and I've done, you know, abuse and trauma, and psychological testing and all of these things. Um, However, now as a corporate burnout strategist, my main job is to um, help executives truly have it all. And sometimes we think we can't have it all. We think if I'm making all this money and I have all of these accolades and I'm running this successful business, I have to give up something, a piece of me. And for many people, especially successful black women that comes at the expense of their self-care, their mental health. Um, So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. You're new to the podcast. And one thing that I like to do to kick things off is to do a mind, body, and business check-in. And I love doing mind, body, and business check-ins with psychologists, with therapists, with people who study the brain, because I always wonder like how you all are balancing those aspects of your life. So if you could uh, share one thing that you're doing with your mind, body, and business for your mind, body, and business uh, with our listeners, what would those three things be? So for my mind, I have um, a morning routine. I I don't pick up my phone until um, at least 30 minutes after I've started my day. So I like to ease into my day. I open my blinds, I journal, um, I pray, I make my bed um, and I drink water and sometimes stretching for my body before my day starts. I always do either a walk um, or yoga, just really to get my body going and on track with the goals for the day. And it's mind, body and what's the last one? Business. Business. Yes. (laughs) Business. (laughs) So for business, my night routine, I always um, set my intentions for the next day. So my top three, this is what I'm going to get done for the next day. And I do that every night before the next day on the business side. Yeah. I love that you share those things because when it comes to like psychology and therapy, people, I think default to emotions, the way I feel and success, I believe has a lot to do with routines and schedules and, you know, sticking to what you said you were going to do. Are you finding that a lot in your work as a burnout strategist that people are having difficulty managing their day-to-day schedules and they're allowing themselves to be overwhelmed? Absolutely. I think we rely too much on motivation 
and wanting to do something when we should be relying more on discipline and routine. And when we rely on motivation, when we rely on our feelings, like think about our feelings, they're up and down and all over the place. When we rely on that, the results aren't going to be as expected. So would you say you had your own personal experience with burnout? Is that one of the reasons why you may have gravitated to that specific discipline because you have so much experience, children's mental health, working in group homes, what drew you to become a burnout strategist? Oh, that's a great question. Yes, I am um, the queen of (laughs) past burnout, past perfectionism, all of those things. So um, as as a psychologist, I was running my own private practice. And at the time, my daughter's 15 now, she was only two then. And I found myself working so much. The days were going by so quickly. I was always irritated, never wanted to go out on date night with my husband, too tired to do anything but work. Um, And a lot of bad habits kept piling on. And I'm thinking, I went to school for all this time. It was my dream to be a psychologist. And I really like it up here at the top. Yeah. Right. And, And after, of course, my own therapist and and my own work, um, I realized that it was not anybody else. It was me. It was my poor habits. It was my um, worldview that was causing burnout. So I imagine that's another layer of how you can help your clients who are dealing with burnout as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so right before how I ended up specifically um, in the area of a corporate burnout strategies. Um, prior to the pandemic, a lot of my clients coming in were um, super successful, amazing Black women who were just crumbling on the inside, like at the top of their game, beautiful, funny, outgoing, um, but really unfulfilled and just, I'm going to just say dying on the inside. And wow. I saw it day after day after day after day. And I'm like, this isn't just a one-off thing. It's it's almost like an epidemic. How can I impact this at the largest level? And that's mm-hmm. how I got into corporate burnout strategy. And, you know, I've experienced that in my own life, going really hard and feeling like my self-worth was tied to how many sales I got, you know, how many titles, how many followers, how many accolades. And, you know, it took me a while to detach myself from that way of thinking. What do you think it is that makes people feel like they always have to do the most, like they're always having to chase a goal? Yes, the I, I think it's how I'll I'll speak for black women because that mm-hmm. that's who I can speak specifically yep. for. I think it's how we're raised, right? So black women in America, um, obviously we were taught to be about your books, leave those boys alone, mm-hmm. right? So it starts <laughs> with the messaging, the early on messaging, success, education is how you get out. Education yeah. is how you make it. Education is how you make things better for your family and, and future generations. And and we take our jobs seriously. Yeah. Um, the difference is as we're striving and piling things on, we don't remove anything. So there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with healthy striving. It's striving and striving and striving um, without balance and without taking anything off of our plate. So you talked about your burnout experience and you use some uh, terms like you felt irritated, you were tired. Does it always look like that? Can someone be burnt out and but still kind of feel energized? How can you recognize the signs? With burnout, you will feel uh, mentally clouded. 
So you can like be be in your space and do really well and be on and perform well. It's not sustainable though, because you'll you'll get the mental cloudiness, um, the crashing. So it's like you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. And there's no stability um, in how you're feeling from day to day. You won't be able to predict, okay, I know today is going to be a busy day, but I got it. It might just be someone got your order wrong at the Chick-fil-A and then you go off. Yeah. Right. Like that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Like where's my Polynesian sauce? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is so interesting. And, you know, one of the things that was challenging for me is, you know, I would work so hard. I would start these new businesses. You know, you get on social media and everybody's talking about you need eight streams of income. And, you know, if you ain't making this amount of money uh, per month and you whack and all this other stuff. And then we can get so distracted with the opinions of others and we can start chasing things based off of what we see, you know, on social media, maybe among our peers. How can can we stay grounded with our own goals and avoid those distractions? Oh, that that's a great, great, great point to bring up. So I'll share with you what I do and what I share with my clients. There are strategies. Um, I journal every single day, every single night, just so I'll know what my plan is, what my intentions are. And I picture myself when I do visualization, when I visualize how I want my day to go, I picture myself as a swimmer in my own lane, not being distracted by the Ooh. other lanes. That's what I visualize almost every day. And I, so on the practical side, I have a whiteboard and I live my life by the quarter. Um, one quarter is a year for me. And I have my goals on, on my whiteboard. I'm looking at, at my whiteboard now. And anything outside of that goes into a parking lot. Because, you know, as creators and and um, especially as women of color, we're good at a whole lot of things. Yeah. And we can get distracted by all the things we're good at or or, or ideas. So I put them in a parking lot um, in, in black ink. Mm -hmm. And I put all of my pertinent things in green um, because green is the color of money. And yeah. so anything that's revenue generating, I have it in green and I have just my other ideas in black so I don't lose them, but I yeah. also don't lose focus. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I love those practical things that you can do. And then the visualization, the idea of the swimming and the parking lot and just really using that exercise and having those pictures in your brain, I think is just so important. This morning, I was talking about hobbies and how important it is to have some type of balance because there's a different type of feeling when you are doing something out of obligation versus doing something out of pure enjoyment. 
do you have hobbies and what are your views on hobbies and how important it is for women who are experiencing burnout to make space to do things they enjoy? Yes, I, I think there has to be a balance of of rest, sprint, rest, sprint. Otherwise, mm. we'll burn out. And part of that rest should involve some type of hobby or enjoyment, not work-related. Often, we'll try to trick ourselves and say, I'm going to read this, this book on business or whatever, but that's not necessarily a hobby. My mm. hobby is golf. I, I love to play golf. I love mm. to be outside. I love to hike. Um, those are the things I do to get away. I put my phone on do not disturb. And that's yeah. that's how I recharge. What I find, though, is that often we're so busy, we don't even know what we like to do. Yes. So starting there, like, what do I even like to do? That That's a good place to start. Mm, that is so good. And you golf. That's what rich black women do. So that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about the green marker, girl. It's spilling over into other areas of your life. Oh, my goodness. So when developing strategies for other people to prevent burnout, how do you make sure that you don't burn yourself out? Oh, yes, I am big on saying no. Um, Mm -hmm. I rarely say yes. I only say (laughs) yes to things that I really want to do and things that move move the flywheel or make my boat go faster. So obviously my boat is going towards a goal. Will this make the boat go faster? Do I really want to do it? If um, both of those are yes, and it's a yes, anything else gets a no from me. There's so much fear in saying no. Why do we feel so guilty sometimes to prioritize ourselves? Like I have to build up courage even now to say no sometimes. It's like, I got to put on a helmet and protective gear because I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, am I going to get burned? And they're going to start throwing knives at me. Why is it so hard to say no? I think, again, it comes from how we're socialized and from childhood. So often as children, um, we're taught you cannot say no to authority. No is like Mm. not allowed, right? Um, And then often um, if our voices aren't heard early on, it doesn't even occur to us that we can say no. So it's really exploring those past former things and then showing up as our current grown-up selves. If we show up as our grown-up selves and not as the injured child or adolescent, um, and, and not saying it has to be a bad childhood, but we do remember things that have happened. If we show up as our grown-up self, then we it's it's easier to say no. When you work with women who are in that corporate setting and who have very, very busy schedules, and then they also happen to be married and they also happen to have kids, I imagine productivity and getting as much done in as little time as possible is really important. I had a peak performance coach at one point in my entrepreneurial journey, and I heard you use the term sprints and rest. Can you talk about the concept of sprints and rest and how it relates to productivity? Absolutely. So we, we trick ourselves to think that we're like machines and we can just mm-hmm. go and go and go. And that's just not how the, the human body is made up. We have to have rest. Our brain has to be able to, it's called the glymphatic system mm-hmm. in our brain. It has to have a time where it dumps out all of the stuff during the day and you rest and start fresh. And so the same thing, um, The same thing applies as an executive, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, sprinting and resting allows you to recharge and to have the energy to keep going. If you sprint, 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 just like any runner without resting, you're going to collapse. And so for me, I do quarterly sprints and rest. I'll 
sprint all the way through the quarter and take like a week at the end of each quarter to rest, mm-hmm. renew, refresh, and then I go hard again, stop, renew, refresh. And so I'm super productive, I think, because I prioritize the rest period and give myself permission to do so because I know it's like refueling for the next phase. And for me as a personal trainer, I can really appreciate that as well because the same thing goes with like weight training. You have to rest a certain amount of time. The muscles grow when you're resting, not when you're actually in the gym and lifting the weights. Now you gave your example of how you do your sprints and your rest like a quarter at a time and then a week off. Does it vary? For example, having sprint times like for certain hours of the day. Can you give us some other examples for people who may have different schedules and can't do those quarterly sprints? Absolutely. So if it's a daily thing, um, I'll say I call it a laser focus time. So Mm -hmm. laser focus for 90 minutes is usually about how long most people can be productive, but some can be productive a little longer, Um, Mm -hmm. 90 90 minutes to two hours, um, turn everything off, focus on that one task, do that only, and then stop, rest for 15 minutes, get up, walk around, get some fresh air, move your body, drink some water, and then do it again. So you can have your daily sprints and rest, but plowing through the day is not productive and the work is going to be trash. We see that a lot in corporate settings and nine to five jobs. And it can be challenging when you're trying to do the, you know, 90 minutes at a time and the sprint and the rest scenario on your job. What are your thoughts on reimagining how we do our work days? The whole nine to five thing. And if someone does have a nine to five or is working towards growing up that corporate ladder, what can they do in that nine to five setting to help better manage their time? I think we are going to have to change that model slowly but surely. Um, we know we're we're not a manufacturing society anymore. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. not. We're not. Uh, you know, we're not a manufacturing society. Everything is yeah. technology, technology driven. The issue is often we work from home, but we're really living at work. Uh-huh. Um, and so being able to take those breaks. Um, for, for companies, I would say stop scheduling so many meetings. A lot of companies I work with um, have so many meetings and that's why people are burned out. They can't get their own stuff done. And so for the individual, I say, don't show up at things that you're not absolutely needed for. Like you don't yeah. really have to be at every single meeting. Sometimes we do it because we feel like we have to, but mm-hmm. then we're not getting our own work done. Yeah. So I would also say block out a lunchtime block out a mm-hmm. lunchtime and actually adhere to it, get up away from the desk, um, have a break. And so some level of self-discipline and routine will then teach um, our, our, our bosses and employers how to treat us. But if we don't tell them what we need or show them what they need, they're just going to keep asking. Yeah. Like they're looking at the bottom line. We have to tell them, this is what I need in order to show up as my highest self, as my most productive self in order to meet my goals. Boundaries has been like the key term during the pandemic, like saying no and, and setting boundaries. And I want to uh, get your thoughts on the difference between um, how far we can push our brains versus how far we can push our bodies, because you talked about, you know, the manufacturing society and on a physical job, you know, you can probably stock shelves and do deliveries and you can move around, but the brain is different, right? The brain, when you're trying to be creative and go, 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 is only going to give you so much throughout the day. What are the differences there and are 
their peak times when we are more creative and more focused? Yes, the the brain has, I don't want to say a bigger job, but it has a more varied job. And Mm -hmm. with our physical body, we can feel the fatigue. With our brain, we don't necessarily feel the fatigue as it's happening. It's it's harder to catch. It's harder to figure out um, why am I tired? Why am I forgetting things? And so for the brain, I'd say four hours max of, mm-hmm. of productivity nonstop is what we can do. Um, yeah. And it's going to be, you know, a little different for everyone, but four hours max, really. And you can break it up, but anything more than that is, is just really a waste of time. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we know that when we're doing projects and, and those sorts of things, if we go longer than four hours, we're really just holding our laptop, staring off into yeah, space, doing yeah. a to-do list, like it's almost impossible. And a way to, to, I guess, mitigate that is to do the same things we would do for our physical body, which is taking uh, breaks to breathe, taking breaks to um, look away from the screen, taking breaks to get up from our desk, even if we're using a standing desk to move away from that, we have to make sure that our, our brains don't get stuck, um, stuck in this, this overuse cycle. You know, also important when I think about the brain, creativity and what contributes to that creativity, what contributes to focus. And I know how important physical exercise and eating healthy is, but what have you found in your practice and how do you incorporate the way folks eat and move their bodies to prevent burnout? Yes, that that's a, a great question. So I believe that true wellness comes through mind, body, and spirit. We try yeah. to separate our brains and our bodies, and they're not separate, right? I don't yeah, know where nope. that, that whole idea <laughs> came from. And so when I'm working with clients, we explore all of those areas, the the mind, the body, and the spirit. If um if someone is sedentary, then they're going to be more sluggish. They won't be able to think as clearly. If there's a poor diet, if if there's a um, eating too late or a nightcap of, of alcohol that's going to interfere with sleep, all of those things interrupt productivity, productivity for the next day. And mm-hmm. so when I'm working with clients, we look individually at habits and uh, I call it um it's like a a time, a time tracker, basically, or a time audit, a time audit. What are you doing with your time, like every 30 minutes? And then we look at it and say, okay, how is this working for you? What do we need to tweak? Often it's, it's something related to exercise and eating and not being hydrated. One of my favorite things to do inside of this podcast with every episode is to offer actionable insight because we talked about, you know, not relying on motivation and not relying on feeling like it. So I love when my guests provide like a one, two, three actionable insight. So no matter where someone is in their journey, whether it's someone who's totally burnt out, they're only sleeping four hours a night or someone who's getting close to where they want to be, what are three things you could say, one, two, three things that people can do to get out of that space of burnout and to find more balance in their lives? Yes, I I would say first, put everything on a calendar. So that's number Mm -hmm. one, everything that you do, personal, professional, everything on a calendar. Number two, don't say yes to anything until you consult your calendar. 
I call my calendar my personal board of directors. My nice. calendar <laughs> makes the decisions for me. So one, put everything on a calendar, every single thing. Two, consult it before committing to anything. And three, prioritize rest. Rest is work. Rest is productivity. And rest is what's going to catapult you to, to the next level. Dr. Roshana Johnson Brewayne, thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. Ask Dr. RJ, how can folks follow you on social media and get more information about your practice, any programs you have, and possibly becoming a client? Yes, I love to hang out on Instagram. It's my favorite place to be. Um, I'm at Ask Dr. Ask Dr. RJ. I'm also on LinkedIn, um, and my website is AskDrRJ.com. Um, I'd love to see you all over there. Let's chit chat a little bit. Thank you again, and many continued blessings to you. Really appreciate this conversation. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Such a great reminder to look for those signs of burnout and do something about it. Thank you again, Dr. RJ. Now, while I'm on the topic of taking action and doing something, it's also important that we are proactive about our health. And guess what? Walmart Pharmacy can help you do just that. Be proactive and they can help you do it without breaking the bank. Walmart Pharmacy offers prescriptions for conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. And we know how these health conditions impact people in our families, in our communities. Walmart knows your family's health, wellness, and budget are your top priorities. I know they're mine. And if you're busy and looking to get more done in less time, transferring your prescriptions are easier than you think. And going a little deeper, don't we go to Walmart all the time for all things? Why not transfer your prescriptions to the place you shop at weekly? Generic prescriptions starting as low as $4. Now, this can be a lifesaver for people who are uninsured or underinsured. I have a best friend who's running a business and her insurance isn't the greatest. And she always tells me how Walmart saves her a ton of money. And this is especially helpful if you or someone you love needs access to affordable medications. Walmart Pharmacy is where it's at. Access affordable generic prescriptions and stay on top of your health needs and budget with $4 RX. Don't wait. Find your pharmacy and switch your prescriptions today. Welcome to your all-in-one stop. Welcome to your Walmart restriction supply. See walmart.com or your Walmart pharmacist for details. Thank you again to Walmart Pharmacy. Always excited to partner with you to share this valuable information with our mind, body, and business listeners. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Hey, make sure you share, follow, subscribe. You know, I would also greatly appreciate a rating or review. Here's a high five and a hug for that right now. All right. Uh, remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Plus, you can stay connected with me and the Mind, Body and Business podcast at MBB Pod on Instagram and Facebook. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care.